Hi guys, I hope you're doing well. Welcome back to Mummy Memoirs, the podcast. It's your girl Cheryl here, founder and host of Mummy Memoirs, the podcast that encourages and empowers mothers and fathers from all walks of life, giving you real, raw and authentic conversations about parenting every week. In today's episode, I have a mummy that is a mentor, blogger and speaker. She'll be sharing and talking about her blended family of five and how she transitioned from being a single mother to now being a married woman and mother to three beautiful children. Mummy Memoirs is sponsored by Young Mum Support Network, a registered community interest company which provides bespoke parenting support for young mothers. During the COVID-19 pandemic, YMSN will be supporting all mums digitally via their online platforms. Follow them on Instagram at Young Mum Support Network and Facebook. Also, subscribe to their YouTube channel. For more information, alternatively, you can email support at ymsn.co.uk or check out their website www.ymsn.co.uk. Alright guys, so we've got another guest today. I've got another mummy who's a mum of three. So Jade, do you want to just say hi? Hiya. So before we get into the questions that I'm going to ask Jade today, we're going to start with a little game. So for you Jade, I've got a game called Never Have I Ever, (laughs) but it's a parent edition and I'm going to join in as well. So at the end, we'll see how many points we've each got. So every time I say something, if you have done it, Mm. then just add in your head that you've got an extra point. Mm. Right, and we'll see how many points we've both got. Cool. All right, so first one never have I ever hidden from my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Have you done that? Yes, actually, no, I have. I have, yeah. So it's one point for me. I definitely have. Sometimes I do it just to see how she's gonna react. I know it's really bad, and I hear her cry, and I'm like, okay, let me come out now. All right, one point for me and you, yeah? Yeah. Right, never have I ever fallen asleep on duty. Yeah, completely. Yeah, no, I have. I do that a lot. I do that a lot. (laughs) Definitely. Never have I ever borrowed money from our kids. Our kids are too young. Never done that. (laughs) Never have I ever bribed my child. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Sometimes you have to. No, yeah, I have. I have. Sometimes you have to. I have a reward chart on the um, mm. fridge and I yeah. use that to get her to do Definitely things. Definitely same. Yeah. <laughs> right. Never have I ever said, wait till we get home. I haven't, you know. I haven't. No, I say it all the time. <laughs> in the car, if she's just going on and on. Mm. And, and also eating. I don't like her eating in yeah. my car. So I will, I will say that. <laughs> right. So far, how many points have you got? I think I've got maybe three. I've got four. Yeah. We'll do it out of 10. We'll do it out of 10. Never have I ever stuck my hand in poo. <laughs> yeah, definitely. With the babies. When they're babies, literally. It happens. Sometimes accidents. Yeah. <laughs> right. Never have I ever used my child as an excuse. Definitely. I do that all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> all the time. I think it's a given when you're a mom. Like, if you don't want to go out, no, sorry, the kids. Trust I just me. Gotta stay home. <laughs> All right, never have I ever sang a kid's song while alone. Yeah, literally all the time. Do you do <laughs> it? It comes into my head. I'll be singing like, what's that one on um, CBBS? Oh, I Which can't one? remember. There's one that my son watches and I'll be singing it all the time. Not the, that Ra Ra song. I just know Peppa Pig. Really? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Peppa. No, I know all the songs. You know all literally. of them. 
I know the ones um baby bus she watches yeah. that I know all of those mm. but I don't watch the BBs <laughs> but yeah no I'm guilty of that too I don't know how many I've asked you about seven I think seven okay yeah. we've got three more mm. never have I ever served toast for dinner I not have toast I've done pancakes you've done pancakes not toast, though but I have breakfast for dinner yeah <laughs> yeah yeah to replace it sometimes the effort and the cleaning <laughs> I'm too tired and they she couldn't care less to be she's just ex- as excited so yeah, they want to eat right two more never have i ever ugh, okay this is never have i ever used spit to wipe my child's face i have i've had to it's when you just lick your finger yeah, isn't it just a little yeah, uh, yeah i need you looking presentable but not like a no <laughs> that's no, that's no. <laughs> uh, last one never have i ever watched my child sleeping yeah, I do it all the time. I know, like you all can't, you can't time. avoid it. It's been, that's the most peaceful. Yeah, when they're yeah. Definitely. Even though you should be having your your me time, <laughs> I find myself just watching her because yeah. she looks so peaceful. <laughs> right, what was your score? I think I, think I lost I track. Eight. I think I got. I eight. definitely I got one more than you mm. before. I'm gonna say nine. <laughs> I got more than you, so yeah, nine. All right. Well, thanks for giving that a go. Mm, no so let's jump into the questions. Just an open question. Tell the listeners like a little bit about your story mm. and like how you became a mom so i had my daughter when i was 20 okay. um i was with her dad for almost five years um and it was quite a dysfunctional relationship but i only really realized that when i had her because obviously children can bring more intensity definitely intensity to a relationship um, so were when, you together five years before you had her, or just the duration? About the duration was about nearly five years. Okay. Um, but we broke up just before our fifth year, and I had her when we was about like four together four years. Okay. And then yeah, so I realized that I didn't want to be with her dad anymore, and it took me probably about eight months to kind of get past that realization and end things with him because I kept thinking I don't want to be one of those mums who have a child with someone and then they end up having a child with another person etc yeah so once I got past that and realized it's not that deep I ended things with him and then um yeah she my daughter was probably about one and a half two okay and then yeah I had a bit of a break single season and then I met my now husband when I was probably about, it was probably about maybe, three, no, about a year and a half later, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't too long. Um, so, yeah, so I was a single mum probably only for about a year and a half. Okay. And, yeah, that was the journey. <laughs> I think that's really brave of you to say that you made that decision to sort of leave the relationship mm. knowing that you'd be a single parent because i feel mm. like a lot of people stay yeah. just so they they don't have the title of being a single mum yeah, yeah, yeah um i wanted to ask how did you come to that realization that it's not that deep to like not have mm-hmm. all your kids by the same person because i'm i've gone through that mm. process myself even though i'm not with my daughter's dad yeah. i have gone through that like oh but i don't want to have kids with someone else mm. but i'm now at a point where i know like that's the direction i'm heading in mm. but i'm it's still hard to kind of get over that hump so how Mm. did you do that so I'm a Christian so I had a lot of at the time I wasn't in church or anything like that but I had a lot of um kind of like Christian elder women who had been single moms and then got married etc around me and one in particular was my mentor and she would always tell me you know 
God has a plan for you and all of this stuff. And I'd be like, okay, mm, <laughs> what is that then? <laughs> like, I didn't get it. Yeah. So um, eventually she would like explain, you know, you're going to, you're going to get married. You're going to have, um, you know, a happy family, etc. And I just felt like this is a dream, but I don't mind looking up to this dream. So the more um, I kind of like heard that spoken over me, the more I had friends who were kind of in that sort of lifestyle. I started to believe it more for myself and started to feel okay with having um, my daughter having a stepfather. I had friends who were brought up in blended families as well. So it kind of became more of the norm for me. I still couldn't really accept the fact that I was going to be with a whole different person and have (laughs) more children. But I was like, do you know what? Let me just do my best to accept this and move forward because if I keep thinking about my ex and going back there I will keep going back there and he at this time had already moved on in a relationship so I was just like okay (laughs) not that I wanted to go back but I was like okay this is time the door is shut now you need to and you shut it but you obviously in my mind you know sometimes as women we shut the door but we want to kind of like we're like just in case yeah Yeah. so i was like okay no this is the time now to move forward things are are completely shut down in that direction so let's move forward and then yeah literally that was when i met my husband a little while after did you meet your husband in like the church setting yeah surprisingly i didn't think i would marry a christian man to be honest i felt like so I was really into like hood guys. <laughs> so I Me was too. Like, <laughs> Me too. So I was <laughs> like, I thought, mm, I don't know. I haven't met any Christian guys who are like what I like. Um, but I actually met my husband at an event um, at my old church. And he came and he was um, a, he was performing. He was a rapper. Okay. And from the time he started rapping, I was like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> I was like, okay. So um, straight, ele- straight away, I kind of like was like oh there's something about this guy um and I felt like a little girl again I felt like I had the butterflies and all of that stuff I was yeah. telling my friend like oh my god <laughs> all of this stuff and then we connected afterwards but I was still kind of like entertaining this new relationship and um, with some with another guy that hadn't met my daughter but he had a daughter okay and I was like mm, I don't know how this is gonna work but I was entertaining it um, and he was with someone at the time but we okay. became friends and then um literally a few months later i had ended things with that guy and he broke up with his girlfriend which was a shock to me because i didn't think that he would break up with her and i didn't tell him to either i was yeah. just like look like you guys are good you know if you think this is what you want then keep pursuing it and then one day he was just like i've ended things with her and i was just like okay and then literally a month later he was asking me to be his girlfriend and I was like whoa like (laughs) this is moving really fast but I was like do you know what everything has felt right from the beginning and um yeah I think with us what was more of an even bigger step is from the time we became friends we like literally threw ourselves into the deep end so I was telling him things that I had never told anybody he was telling me things about his life and yeah we just we got to know each other on a deep level without the extras yeah so so at what stage did you feel comfortable bringing him around your daughter um he actually met her the same day i met him so because obviously we was in like a church yeah Yeah. so he met her very briefly and i was like oh hi like i was like say hi etc and she said hi and ran off um and he actually didn't know that she was my daughter oh, really? <laughs> until we spoke on the phone and I was like, oh yeah, I have um, 
think she was about three then. So I have a three-year-old. And then he was just like, oh, okay. And then we spoke about it. And I think for him, because he was brought up in a blended family. Okay. It was a bit, it was, he weren't scared in the beginning, but it was a transition for him to make. So when they eventually met, as in, um, this is my friend, this is my daughter, etc. They were both cool with each other. I like think it was just straight away they kind of just connected. Yeah, they connected fine when it was when he was my friend. But when he became my boyfriend, she started acting up and like was like kind of like being diva-ish and like oh, my really? mummy and all of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, this makes me nervous. <laughs> so wait, how did you deal with that? I just think I had to kind of explain to her because obviously when you're a single mum, your child is pretty much then it's it sounds so weird, but they're, they're not like your partner, but they're they do things that they shouldn't... If you had another partner in the house, they wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. Especially a dad. And I think because... So, like, she would come in my bed in the mornings. She would even sleep in my bed at night sometimes. She would do stuff. All that if I had... Now I do have my husband in the bed. It's like, nah. He's like, no, go back to your bed. You know, we got to have our time and stuff like that. So, I think I had to really just set boundaries for her. And it was very new because, obviously, she had never... She'd always had mummy to herself. But I think she had to kind of cross, okay, now this is mummy's special friend. Um, I have to understand that he's going to be allowed to do stuff that I'm not allowed to do. And it took some time, but she got used to it. Got used to it. Yeah. And did you find it difficult, like, dating whilst having your daughter? Like, did you usually bring her around or would you make, like, a conscious effort just to have you and him together, Mm. even though he had met her? Or did you just blend them all together straight away Um, we had a lot of time just me and him because obviously in the beginning i'm still getting to know who he is and i want to make sure you know this guy is cool (laughs) like even just on a standard level um and you have that worry because it's your daughter it's like this is your princess you don't want to just have her around anybody you think about even just like you know is this guy okay like does like for me i was the most like crazy person so like in my head i was like i have to make sure he's not a pedophile i have to make sure that he doesn't look at little girls thoughts that you have literally so i was just like i have to make sure and weigh everything up first and then um see if he's okay so we had our time together and then there was the odd days where we would be together okay um and yeah those days were nice as well so she got to know him a little bit more okay (laughs) and um in terms of so obviously you said that you met he met her at the event and then you formally introduced did you have a conversation with her dad before you you did it <laughs> no and did, was it a topic of conversation later that oh by the way she's yeah met. so i didn't tell him um about um my husband or my partner at the time because i just felt like it's not your business to really know if i'm dating or if i'm not dating mm-hmm unless things get really serious. So I didn't tell him that I was dating until um, we were speaking more about marriage and stuff like that. And basically when when I met my husband, we started dating about four months later. And then a month after, was it a month? Two months after we started dating, he proposed. So because the period was short, I had to tell um, her dad, oh, I'm engaged now. And I told him a bit about who I was seeing, etc. But I wasn't really planning for them to meet until we got married because I was okay. just like, I don't feel like you really need to meet him. You know, like there was the odd day where I think he was gonna, I was gonna plan for him to meet him when he was coming to pick up my daughter. But then they actually bumped into each other in Nando's. 
wow. when um, my daughter was with her um, dad. Okay. So he went to Nando's. It was a, we were having a date, so I was like, oh, I'll pick up some Nando's on your way to mine. Okay. And he went to Nando's, um, which was our local one, and he bumped into my daughter and her dad. And uh, my daughter ran up to him and was like, hi, Aww. and all of that stuff. And then he was like, okay. So they, <laughs> that's when they met. Okay, that makes it easier for you because at least you weren't there. I in was that scared moment. though. When I found out, I was really? like, oh my God. I was like, why? And I was asking him all about it. Um, but it was better that I went there because I would have been awkward. <laughs> and was he okay? Like, was did he yeah, respond he was like, respectfully? And he was. Yeah. So they were respectful to each other and he was okay. Like, he didn't feel awkward or anything like that. And yeah, after that, they were cool. Like, they have some weird sort of relationship now where they're like, hey, like, they'll have conversations. And I'm oh, just like... Oh, that's good. That's amazing. <laughs> Is it the same Sorry. for you with whoever he may be seeing? Um, no. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so, no, we try. But I feel like as women, we just... When it comes to exes and um, even children being involved, we end up clashing because every woman independently wants her right to be a woman in whatever man's relate in whatever man's um world yeah so for me we were okay like and when we first met we weren't okay at all <laughs> then we oh, got no. to an okay place i know Was that not because, what you want is that because um of like egos or i think there's so many different kinds of women and i think you know if you meet a woman who Hears about baby mums, which I hate. I hate that term. I hate it too. I oh, hate that term. I but hate it. When you meet a woman who views mothers in that way, or single mothers in that way, um, you can clash a lot, especially if you're not coming from this like ghetto perspective where you're like, "This is my child. You're not seeing your child." Yeah. Da, da, da. Even though we have a right to, you know, express ourselves however we express ourselves in that case, but I think she had heard a lot of things about me in that in the relationship that i had with him and i had changed since then but he didn't experience this new person he just knew who i was i tried to express that i'm a different person we sat down after that had coffees and stuff like that and we got to know each other a bit more but i think sometimes we just have to have in those relationships just boundaries definitely and um, we can be amicable and and get along and stuff but it's sometimes such a in my head i always wanted the friendship of all of us to be like you know get along like how i saw like jada pinkett will smith and his ex yeah. and all of that i was just like it's not gonna happen though like unless i meet someone who is more like me it's not gonna happen and yeah like we're okay now but i think co-parenting always has its challenges definitely yeah. i've still got that hill to mm. to to meet and it may it gives me a lot of anxiety because mm. i'm quite a calm person mm. naturally but yeah. at the moment like i'm not getting on with her dad mm. the best <laughs> that we we can be so if me and him are not really seen eye to eye i can only imagine what it would be like if mm. i was to bring someone around or yeah. he was and i know for me he i mean i don't know how he feels right now but in the past because i was seeing someone mm -hmm. um and when i told him mm. about that relationship he kind of um we still weren't together at the time but he yeah. reacted in a way i didn't expect him to mm. and as much as he he still left me to do my thing mm. but he i remember he did say to me like oh i don't want i don't want anyone around her until i meet him mm. <laughs> and um i don't even want her around 
our child until you're engaged or you're mm. married and as much even if that's my thought i don't like being told it mm. because you're not Definitely. my dad yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. but then it's difficult because then if the roles are reversed mm. i have to think well would i want another female around my daughter before meeting her mm. but at the same time it's kind of like well if i'm gonna do things mm. my way i can't expect him to do to it do, yeah, a different definitely. way and i guess yeah. i have to trust him as her dad mm. that whoever he's bringing around yeah i have to <laughs> oh it's difficult it's it gives me a lot of anxiety yeah. and like even me even though i've dated someone since mm. i i feel like i self-sabotage mm. and it's because <laughs> i just get nervous like can i see myself and this mm. person being around my child i think mm. i think of it I think of it more of that person and my child as opposed to me and that person. And mm. I think that's probably where I've gone wrong. Because yeah. from what you said, you focus on YouTube yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so maybe mm. <laughs> that's something I'll take from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what I wanted to ask was, what's the relationship like now between your daughter and your husband? Mm, they have a really good relationship. I think it was definitely a journey in terms of them getting to know each other. Um, and they're still getting to know each other. Now my daughter's eight, so wow. she's she's getting she's for me it's blown past my eyes. She's growing, but um, she's also going through a transition now where she's getting older and she has a lot more attitude. So I feel like through the different transitions they clash and they have their moments, but they're both learning to deal with it. So yeah, overall they have a healthy relationship. Which sometimes I'm I'm like not jealous of, but I look at like. <laughs> I would have been involved. Yeah, like I'm just like, oh, you guys, like you're cute, but I'm just like, all right, <laughs> calm Chill down. Out now. Yeah, because <laughs> she'll get super excited. She'll see me like hugging him and stuff, and then she'll like jump on him and lay on him, and I'm like, all right, yeah, you need to get up now because <laughs> that's a bit too much. <laughs> oh, bless her. How did you um feel like in terms of like discipline? Because I've had this conversation with mm. my friend, right, mm. and she 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 said to me that once i get married that my husband Mm. needs to take that role and i need to allow him Mm. and i can't lie (laughs) i'm feeling i'm not even i'm not married or anything but just thinking about it it makes me get like anxious (laughs) just the thought okay okay my husband wants enough just allow him to discipline her like how will she respond to that because she's so used to just me so Mm. i was asked for you how did you sort of transition Mm. and deal with that aspect that's a tough one i feel like it's really it's really a tough one to be honest for me personally in terms of um when it came to discipline and stuff i'm the main discipliner discipline disciplinarian yeah there we go (laughs) (laughs) it's a hard one to say um but he does i do allow him to obviously be free i think one main thing that we have to do as mothers is we really have to let go of control and it's hard because that's our child and we're like for me in the beginning like even just certain tones like how he would speak and stuff like that i'd have to i learned in the beginning i would say it in front of her but i had to learn okay once he's finished speak to him separately yeah. where she can't hear and say okay babe that was a bit too harsh or you need to i understand what you were saying and what she did was wrong but you do need to kind of pull pull the tone back a little bit and okay. just explain it to her a bit more so i think with us now we have a good um sort of level of where i allow him to discipline her obviously within his reins i know he's quite calm so he he's not gonna shout at her aggressively he's not gonna ever smack her or anything like that so i don't have to worry but i know that i have to speak to him and just like 
tell him to kind of calm down a little bit in terms of what she's done explain it to her and stuff like that but i think when you have the right person you're able to have those conversations with them and get them to kind of make it a bit more of an easy transition for the child because no child really wants to be told off by someone who's not their parents they get uncomfortable and stuff like that so yeah and did your daughter respond well to it like initially or was there like a transition for her as well I think initially she would always wait to see what I would say. So oh, I don't know what I would do there because I. <laughs> oh, this is stressful. Okay, go on. <laughs> so she would always wait to see what I would say, and obviously in the beginning you have to show that you're a team because remember, she see- she sees it how I saw it basically is my daughter thinks she's my husband. Yeah, and she like doesn't you belong understand. to her. Yeah, yeah, so she would always have my back. But what I had to realize is we're a team now and you actually have to respect this man. So unfortunately, mommy's not going to always have your back. I'm going to have to sit through the painful moments where he's telling you off and you're crying your eyes out or your eyes are welling up. And I'm going to have to say, okay, mommy agrees with what, (laughs) you know, and it depends because in the beginning, we actually um, nicknamed um, my husband, um, we made up a name for him, called him Modi, and it stood for my other daddy. Oh wow! So it's kind of like an acronym, um, but it worked for her. So she would call him Modi, um, and she it was so hard in the meeting because we had to get her to understand. Okay, this is now your other daddy. He's not he's not replacing your daddy. He's now your other daddy in this house. Um, so once she got kind of grasped that and she was um, responding to him as Modi, I would explain to him. Okay, Modi has to explain to you now. Blah 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 X Y Z. Um, but she got into the flow of it easier and now she kind of like understands he has certain levels of response to her so (laughs) do you feel like um because obviously you're still co-parenting even Mm. though you're married do you feel like for your daughter because obviously she's in your household and then she goes to her dad's household Mm. do you feel like um do you feel like she does things differently in your house then when she goes to her dad she's she behaves completely different because she knows she can get away with things most definitely i think you know every child will play either parent against parent or they'll act different in different households for us especially now because we have two other children she is a hundred percent different so the child they experience is like solo child who doesn't have siblings who can do what they want and she gets spot and stuff like that whereas in our house she has two other siblings who are not you know each child is is important but because the others the other two are younger we obviously have to look after them or look over them a bit more yeah. um so she acts up more because she knows that they get more attention than she does at times so yeah <laughs> okay because i i don't know i just get a lot of anxiety about this whole mm. topic like i don't know what she's really like when she's at her dad's mm. i know with me i think personally she sees me as like the authoritative Figure. Like, I think she's mm. a bit more scared of me than yeah, him yeah. and that's only because she's with me more mm. so I'm just thinking like when I get to that stage where I'm actually bringing someone around her mm. and then he's, she's going to her dad's like will she like manipulate us because I can see my daughter doing that <laughs> I can already see her personality yeah. so it just makes me a bit nervous yeah. just to see how she might use the situation to mm. her advantage and how to sort of yeah. deal with that it's a hard one because what i think is a lot of the time even though they do do that they play parent against parent they don't actually understand like they have a level of understanding but it's like a selfish kind of understanding it's like oh when i do this 
mummy listens or daddy listens or they speak to each other about me and blah 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 and that's it they don't understand that it causes arguments or it, yeah. it can potentially change the dynamics and stuff like that so I think um obviously maybe finding out a little bit more that you can in terms of how she is when she is with him will help you kind of both like bounce off of each other in terms of dealing with her okay so i'll take note of that <laughs> when it comes to like major decisions do you both do you both involve like your other partners in yeah. to those decisions when it comes to your daughter and does yeah. it get complicated because now there's like four of you as opposed <laughs> to just two of you yeah so it's very complicated because um me obviously me and my husband are christians so we come from a christian kind of perspective and you know like we're not religious so we don't we're not like oh my god you know like she has to yeah <laughs> do things in a certain way we're quite like cultural so we're like we want her to have like christian kind of um values values yeah. but like from a world perspective as well whereas okay. her dad and his girlfriend are very like universal so, so when we discuss things it's like we'll say something and they'll be like yeah oh but blah 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 and then it's like no but that's not how we're raising her in this house like you guys when you're when you have her it might be okay but it's yeah so it it ends up being kind of a clash of beliefs but then at the same time we end up having a moral ground it's it's just stressful getting to that because um also they don't really believe in marriage so it's oh, like really? yes do you feel like that confuses your daughter to a certain extent because mummy is all about like yeah. god and christianity and mm. daddy's not so much and mummy's all about marriage and daddy's not so much definitely she but i think it's a good thing because at the end of the day it's the world we live in you know like she can see two completely different perspectives i'm not so controlling where i'm like have to believe in god <laughs> like yeah. at the end of the day go through what you went through like when i had her i believed in god but i wasn't in church like i would go to church on sundays and be having sex with maybe a guy i was seeing on the weekend yeah, because yeah. i have my own feelings and desires so you know it's things that i want to speak to her about obviously respect your body and do things you know that are gonna make sense like don't do silly yeah. things but at the same time you know she's gonna have her own way of living and some things she'll follow from her dad's side some things she'll follow from our side so just having to release some of that control Literally. i guess yeah okay <laughs> um no you've definitely shared a lot mm. and you've helped me in terms of thinking about becoming like a blended family yeah i guess i've still got that to come <laughs> don't know when it's gonna happen for me but mm. yeah what advice would you give just to round up what mm. advice would you give to me and any other mums that are in the stages where they're going to meet someone or maybe they're seeing someone but they're not too sure how to blend the two together i would just say take your time like everybody has their own sort of like time scale of how and when they do things for me and my husband we obviously moved quite fast so we when we started like kind of before we started dating we knew we were gonna start dating um but obviously we had other situations going on and had to sort that out um but then when we started dating we was like okay yeah we know this is heading towards marriage so we're gonna kind of like deal with things in regards to our daughter and help her understand that's the direction we're heading in and then when we got married, it was like, okay, this is how we want our family to look, etc. So I would just say, take your time, you know, do what you feel is best for your situation. When it comes to introducing your daughter or your son to your partner, you know, do it in your own timing. 
don't listen to everybody what everybody else is saying your your ex-partner the father of your child etc doesn't need to dictate to you when whatever's going to happen but also remember you know your best kind of because you're with it's hard to explain basically this person you're not with this person but this person is in your life whether you want it or not because you have a child with them so you obviously want to be respectful to towards them with whoever you're bringing in so yeah i would just say plan as much as you can but do what feels right for you yeah it's interesting you say that because i interviewed a dad actually in the u.s Mm -hmm. and he he actually said to me that he doesn't want another man around his child until mm. she's six or seven. And I said, what's your reason for that? And he said, because he wants to establish himself as the male figure in her life. And he feels like if it happens sooner than that, that she'll get confused. That was his process. Mm. And as he was speaking, I could kind of understand where he was coming from. Obviously, he can't control what the mum does. <laughs> as just was thinking, oh, is this what I'm going to have to go through? Mm. Because that that's like an added pressure, just thinking, oh, how is the dad going to respond? Is he going to make yeah. things difficult? Is it going to be awkward? Mm. Is it going to make Do you know what? I think daughter? it is. I think guys, like, or men, like, they get really kind of... Uh, protective yeah but it's like women we have this kind of um like dominance that we kind of take up when it comes to our children but i think with men because my ex done the same thing like he was like i don't want you know like in the beginning even like with because now she calls my husband dad in our house as well okay so in the beginning it was so like i don't want to call in calling him dad i don't want to you know him around her i don't want da, da, da. but i feel like it's a it's really a, a kind of like a process of the man himself maturing because and they don't like to hear this at all it's like it's really a controversial thing because even when i've spoken to my husband about it it's like you actually have to get to a space where you understand that this person is not taking your place they're not trying to do anything against what you're doing mm-hmm. you are that's your position you are that you are the dad you're the hierarchy if you want to call it but this person is also additionally adding to how this person whether it's a boy or a girl is going to see men is going to see fathers is going to see you know their world or whatever else so my daughter she has two examples of a father two examples of a man in her life but she ultimately always looks to her dad and my husband is like the additional like oh but this is another version of what they look like etc so i think it's just a matter of the man kind of understanding that your place is never going to be taken and yeah but you can't you can't say i don't want any other man because at the end of the day there's uncles there's granddads there's like all of that stuff and even when you don't have that there are friends there are like other people who take those spaces so yeah (laughs) no you speak sense it makes sense (laughs) So what would you do if a guy came into your life now and after like a couple of weeks of dating he proposed to you? Hmm? <laughs> a couple of weeks? Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, I can't lie, that's that I don't know about that one. Because mm. how well will I know him in a couple of weeks? You could know him you could know his like whole history, his whole life. Like it depends on how much time you invest in a relationship for a few weeks yeah so like say like four to six six to eight (laughs) i don't know because i just feel like see like dating someone outside or like you come here for a few hours like go to yours but then living with someone Mm. and i'm so particular yeah i don't know do you know what never say never because if it Mm. feels right i just don't know but those things they come along what i feel like 
the obviously the question was what would you do yeah. if he proposed after a couple of weeks because the living part that comes you have to me i struggled with my husband so but you find you found your yeah way. you find i'm still finding my way to be honest really? yeah so what would i do this is a hard question <laughs> are you asking would i would i accept it or not yeah like do you think you would be ready do you think you would be I like think yeah. i'm ready to be a wife mm. yes I think I've got a lot of good qualities about yeah. myself. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I think I bring a lot to the table. So, yeah. in terms of me being a wife, yes, I would just have to. I think I'd have to pray on it mm. in that moment. Mm. And if I felt like God was saying yes, this is yeah. the person, then mm. I would. I might come back home and just think, God, really? Did you really say? Because I don't know. That that makes me feel a little bit nervous because mm. I, I will start to think like, oh, what would my mum think? Like, because mm. would they have met my mum in that time? I mean, yeah, guess they yeah, yeah, yeah. And then have they met my daughter? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Why was that? Was that your situation? Not necessarily, but I think over like two, three months we were engaged. Like it didn't take long. But he had met my daughter. He had met my mum. He actually came because it was around Christmas time as well. He came and met my whole family and he proposed on Boxing Day. So he actually, we didn't know each other for long. And there was so much more we obviously got to know after that, but we knew it was right. So I just think like, would you, because I always ask this question to like my friends who are single, like, would you be ready if the guy came like tomorrow? And what do they say? They're all like, kind of like, I don't know. Oh my God, that's scary. like me. (laughs) I was so scared. I was so scared. But just like you said, if you feel like you're ready to be a wife, you would be able to, if that guy did come, you'd be like, yeah. But you know what scares me is mm. just that people can be one way and then a few years later, comp- like that literally yeah. scares me. Like even in my situation, mm. my daughter's dad, like he was one way when we were together. And now when I look at him, he's not the same person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and that scares me to get into a situation like that. And then to add on the fact that we're now married. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It. It is scary, and I think, like, even for me, me and my husband are going on four years, like, in um, in terms of our marriage. Congratulations. Thank you. But even that, that's not that long, and for me, I've he's a completely different person to who I married. Like, there's things that have changed in a negative that I don't like, but there's things that have changed in a positive that I do like, and the negatives we can always work on. Like, I'm not the same person. I've changed, like, after our second... Um, so after our first child together, my second child, um, we I went through depression. Like I, I hated my body. I've always been skinny, so I got really I put on so much weight after I had him, and I became a different person. And it was like, how can he now love this person I am because I'm not the person he met? Yeah. So it's like we all kind of go through different changes, but I think you have to be you have to kind of not accept it because even me i'm still in a process of accepting that he might not be the same man that i know now in yeah. five years but i think we have to kind of just be like okay this is how it goes and just remember it's not going to be the same as the it'll never be the same as the beginning yeah I guess. yeah <laughs> i don't know it doesn't make me nervous but i do you know what the questions have been lingering in my head now as mm. you've said it and i think i probably would mm. if it felt right then mm. why not mm. do you know what I mean? because that's yeah. what I'm, I'm the next relationship i'm in i'm not in it just to be faffing about literally. having a little because you have a child yeah. and you literally think of for me how it was is i'm like i've realized these relationships why am i here like you guys you don't have kids the, like so the guys are maybe dated or entertained mm-hmm. you don't have kids so you're just kind of looking for the girl on your arm and all of that stuff but i'm looking for actually a father yeah. a husband someone i can do life with like i'm not trying to just have fun yeah so 
you have to remember like you're actually most of the time you're more serious than the guy so you have Mm -hmm. to look for someone who's actually on that level but yeah I'm happy I asked you because I feel like it's put the thought in my head now Mm. so that if it does happen Mm. because in my head I've always thought oh I'll meet them we'll date for a year and then maybe they'll propose maybe after a year or two Mm. and there'll be another year and then we'll get married Mm. but it doesn't one thing I always say like yeah I I think one thing I always say to my friends is I really feel like things will happen on your terms if you make it known so like the one thing that made my husband and he he says this even to this day that made him propose was I said to him I don't want to go into the new year as your girlfriend like I was just like I don't want to and I didn't even realize I was putting that on the table as a ultimate ultimatum but I said it kind of just in my feelings and, <laughs> and he was like, wow, like she's actually serious when she said this. And that made him go by the engagement ring. So like for me, it's not for me to say like quick fix, but I really thoroughly believe like as women, when we know what we want, it literally does gravitate towards us. But also the guy who's there, he'll either show he's for it or he's not. Like yeah. he can either handle it, the kind of woman you are, or he can't. <laughs> Simple. It's true. That's amazing though, because a lot of guys you'll see it and they'll just be like, oh, marriage, like the thought of marriage is but scary. But that's a sign, like that for me, that's already a sign, because guys for me who I dated, who done that, I was just like, <laughs> you're not the one. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not it then. If you're, because I don't feel, I feel I'm ready, but I don't think I'm actually ready, ready, because mm-hmm. marriage was scary to me. Like it's even still scary now. Like I'm like, oh my god. Like a lot of the time I'm like, oh my god, I'm actually married, but I'm like. I'm still ready for it. Like, I can't just be a girlfriend. Sorry, that's, to me, it's not what I want. And I'm more than that. So, yeah. yeah. What would you say, though, to guys, like, situations where the guy, he mm. knows he wants to marry the woman, but he just wants to wait a bit longer for whatever I would just reason. say, what are you waiting for? Like, literally, really? what you have to st- state what you're waiting for. If it's valid, fair enough. But really, 10 out of, like, 10 out of 10, it's probably not going to be valid. Like, yeah. unless you're waiting for your parents who are in Jamaica and they need to fly over or whatever, yeah. then fair enough. But, like, if you're waiting for finances, if you're waiting for timing and things to be right, then you can be that? waiting timing. forever. Literally. It's not, for me, it's nonsense. Like, you can wait forever. Like, we, both of us, like, when we got married, we didn't actually have all the finances in the world. Like, we were like, okay, you know, everyone around us is doing, like, 15, 20K weddings do we want this big, big wedding? And we were just like, do you know what actually we don't? Like, I wanted to elope. I wanted to go to like a barn in like Coventry oh, okay. and do like all the fairy lights and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um. But then I changed my mind. I was like, okay, let's do it local. And we just found like a little local, how they would do it back in the day, got like a more modern kind of hall. So it was like a glass um sort of center. So everything was glass. And we just got married with, I think our wedding, I can't remember, our wedding probably cost about two grand. Like, it wasn't okay. even expensive. So, and it was still everything. Yeah, it was everything wanted. we wanted in, like, obviously our cheaper ways that we could. We got family to come, like, cook and do everything that we needed. And it was nice. We enjoyed it. But, and there's always, I think everybody thinks of the wedding like it's the big thing, but people nowadays renew their vows at 10 years 
five, twenty, whatever. Yeah. We're planning to do like a nice big like ten year renewal, okay. and we're like that's when it means something more because now you've, you've gone through, you've gone, yeah. literally, you've gone through the mess. You've gone through like me and my husband only four years, but we've been through some stuff that people will be like, wow, like yeah. we've had to fight to be to stay married because even for me, like my parents got divorced when I was thirteen. Okay. I've seen the divorce in my family, my aunties. They've all like pretty much been through divorce, so it's things I've seen and I'm like I don't really need a man like we can get divorced I can still raise my child blah 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 but I've had to undo that and be like no I want my man <laughs> so yeah as much as like females can say we don't need them mm. you do want them yeah and I feel like in them. certain ways you do need them mm. like they are needed for, that's why there's men and women yeah. in the world you know definitely I do think that um, if you're in a relationship, like not everybody wants, some people want to be single and they're happy mm-hmm. single. But I think if you're made for a relationship and you always are in relationships and you say you don't need a woman or you don't need a man, I think you actually have to evaluate yourself. Like if you want to be better in life, you need people. You need yeah. people to add to you. You need relationships. Sometimes the hard relationships that will break you, make you cry your heart out on the floor but you become a better person because you went through that and yeah. i feel like you need those sort of relationships yeah so. yeah i agree <laughs> definitely we'll just have to see what god has planned as we said so. definitely thank yeah. you so much for giving up your time to no talk problem. today and for sharing your story and sharing mm. your thoughts on certain things i think will be very helpful for people that are listening and mm. also for myself so thank you again no problem that's it for today's episode In next week's episode, I'll have a single mother speaking on her journey into motherhood so far, including the challenges she's faced and how she juggles life and being a mother. I can't wait for you guys to hear this. If you liked what you heard, please leave me a review and follow for free on Spotify or subscribe to Mummy Memoirs on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you're listening to this on. You can also follow my Instagram page at Mummy Memoirs Podcast where I make regular posts and engage with listeners. New episodes out every Sunday at 7pm. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.